Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world problems, world's problems one beer at a time. I'm here with the lead singer for the newest Christian rock band, Hammer and Nail. You may know their hit single, Jesus Says Anal. It's Rick Anderson. God bless you, everybody. Also with us today is the bass player for the new wave band, Anal Fog, Mike Zamora. I'm so into anal, I'm going to need that blessing, so thank you. Excellent. I'm Jeff, and it's July 11th, and we're Beer Plus 3. Finally, we're recording after an hour of fighting Oh, no, the it's been nearly two fucking hours, by the way. It's been two fucking hours since we started fighting the equipment. Yeah. I'm about to... Whoa! Um, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I just smelled is... it. And uh, I'm going to have to just... The beer, stop the beer. It. I'm going to start out with our beer. It is Hi-Fi Ti-Fi. Uh, pale ale. It is a pale ale brewed with mm. Thai basil. Um, they took a page from a recipe book of a local home brewer, Mark Griffin. Um, I don't know if he's related to, uh, you know... Meg Griffin? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think it's her husband. Oh, okay. Um, or girlfriend. Um, but uh, with basil, citrusy hops, front and center in both aroma and flavor, this beer makes a great pairing with Italian food or Thai food. I can see this going even with Mexican food, yeah. to be honest with you. If- you put this with Italian food, you should have your head cut off and your tongue taken I was, away. I haven't even drank it yet. That would be horrible. I think I'm right there with you. I think Mexican food and Thai food. Yes. Um, and I agree. He, uh, This gentleman, Mike, came up with uh, something earlier about a kind of a banh mi uh, uh, torta restaurant. Yeah, yeah. banh mi and tortas together. <laughs> Fuck, those, those would go really well together. They would huh. There's not You're made slightly different, but there's not any single bon me out there that you couldn't throw the torta toppings on and just have it be super delicious. And the reverse, you could take some shrimp, uh, Thai, uh, Vietnamese what style, and here? throw them on a torta bun, and it's going to be an awesome sandwich. You Why wouldn't? Lose. Yeah, sure would. Sure what happened here? Why is this here? You guys oh, are talking about beer. I'm know. still trying to figure out what oh. psychologically is going on in my head that made me pick Meg out of all of the Griffins that I could I know. I, well, I was trying to remember <laughs> what's his name. What is his name? There's Peter. There's Peter Stevie, Griffin. There's, oh, there's, I was uh, trying to remember Peter. Maybe Chris. the lost son of Peter Griffin. Is all Chris. I was trying yeah. to say, but, Isn't um, Meg the sexy one? It's been a while since I've seen the show. Meg is the daughter the, that they all fucking no. make fun of and forget about. Oh yeah, the sexy one. Sorry, guys. She's the sexy one. She's the sexy one. She's like uh, she bases her entire existence on the show Daria. Yeah. I don't know if you all remember that yeah. show. Oh no, yeah, of course. Vaguely, yeah. I don't because I never watched it. My wife is a huge fan of it though. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe, maybe it was that... big in Mexico. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it was big here. We're, too. we're you know what? We're big in Iran. But, That's right. Uh, Hello, Iran. <laughs> Daria was our big Iranian big. listeners. Has the internet I, been opened up to them again? Because I, I heard there was problems. Oh, that might. Yeah, I, I had know. a feeling they were all going to bail off. Like, well, we're, we're going to know in Iran and Iraq when the internet gets turned back on because we're going to lose about 200 followers. We have to, <laughs> yeah, I think you have to remember places like Iran do, and Iraq. Do we is, know? Okay. Is uh, are are much is are much like uh, like Mexico where that like ten uh, percent of the population owns all the fucking money oh. and they have Wi-Fi they have fucking iPhones they have all that shit mm. and yet eh, most people are like mm-hmm. 
not having that. Yeah. So did anyway. we ever figure out the mystery of why that happened? Why we got all these listeners from yes, Iran? Yes, that was my fault. I tried to put in Ireland, and I ended up in Iraq. <laughs> so. Well, they're similar in that things occasionally blow up, but other than that, there's not a lot of. Hey, that hasn't happened in Ireland in, in I know. A, a little while. I kid. I don't know how long. I kid. Anyway, um, no, uh, we're. I'm going to go right onto our topics today. Topics. First of all, this weekend in Bellingham, Washington, and Whatcom County, it's Pride 2014, and we're having a gay pride parade. It's all about the. Well, it's it's about pride. It's 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 people getting out there and. And being being proud that they are who they are, and there's nothing wrong with that, no matter who you love and what you do. I did hear that the open carry folks are going to be marching in the pride parade as well, and they should who, be proud. Who's open carry? What does that mean? Open carry, the, the guys that walk you mean, around. I can, with, uh, you mean open container? Because oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. They're going to be carrying their pieces out in open. Is that is yeah. that what they're doing? Yeah. During oh. the, the pride what, do parade. what does that mean? I don't uh, get open, open carry. An open carry permit allows you to wear your sidearm outside of your clothes. So you, yeah. There be there be uh, one. So these open yeah, these assholes. So there's going to be several um, obscenely obese men, white men, walking around with pistols. Is that really what you're saying? They're either going to be extremely obese young white men or really old white men. You know what? The if thing. they want to find a date during Pride Weekend, I'm all for it. And now, if 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 they all have their cocks out, they can carry any well, weapon they, they want. They won't have those out, but they'll have the substitute that they. Pack See, I around. think we should do exactly what San Francisco does: is uh, is have a no nudity ordinance. Everyone can walk around as naked as they fucking want. Oh, yeah. Just do it. I think because I think they they pretty much in Bellingham. I heard that it's uh, the way it works is that you can get away with it as long as nobody. If somebody calls in a complaint, then the police will come and ask you to stop. They the police won't stop you without a complaint being issued. From the way I understand huh. it, I wonder so, if I can abuse that next year when they do the uh, the bicycle run through town with half naked, mostly naked, all the way naked. You know what? When I can see your balls hanging off the side of your saddle sack there, you all the way naked. You're right, all the way naked bike ride. I'm, yeah. I'm generally not offended offended enough to call. When a woman's bicycle seat is dripping, you know oh. <laughs> that she's hot. Well, that's such a... She's very hot. She's very sweating. That's such a weird thing. Um, One of the guys on my... I never thought of bicycle. Yeah, one of my friends on Facebook participates in that every year, and he's... They've they've been stopped a few times about, you know, three-quarters of the way through. The funny thing is, the police basically stop them on their route and say, turn around and go back to where you started and put your clothes back. So basically, they get to go back and do the whole route back to where they go. And, that's um, awesome. Maybe yeah, that's on they, purpose. Maybe. Yeah. But, um, maybe it is. It's, it's funny too when I, I mean that's such a goofy, stupid thing. It's not even. I don't know why people would get offended by that. You know, I could see if you're out at the park and someone's walking around completely naked, for no apparent reason, and that I've actually, I've witnessed something similar to that very close. There was a guy at the park once when I took Alex to Boulevard Park a long time ago when she was you're a kid. You're going to need to explain why that's different at the end of this. Please because I know. think he wasn't all there mentally. Okay. And the police what, showed up. Was he up. flashing people or just running around naked? He was just w- running around without... He was he like physically running face. around, flailing his arms, going, I'm on fire, no, 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 I'm on fire. He wasn't doing like that. Violent. He, he was, was just, just... You could see the look on his face. He wasn't... Nobody was home. Nobody was, so I assume probably there was some some really fucking good drugs involved. Yeah, in that probably. Life. And you know what? Good on him. 
Good on him. <laughs> good, good for you. You ended up down good at Boulevard, Boulevard Park on a nice day, walking around half naked. Okay, so, so given if the guy wasn't crazy, how would that be different from the, the bike riders? I'm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if the cops were there to, to take him away because he was because he was mostly naked. Oh, I don't care what the cops. I, I want to know why you were potentially offended. Oh, I wasn't. My concern was he was right near the play area with the kids, and oh. I was thinking. I so hope this guy goes another direction, and the cops showed up, and, and you know, I'm and, missing your point. The, the um, thing that I think I was I more think bothered I by the fact that he looked like someone who was insane or on drugs coming toward where my kid and other kids were playing, than the fact that he had nothing on. Okay, that wasn't. I didn't. Now I follow. That part of it to me seemed like a symptom of the bigger issue. Which but if was, he was just was, naked, just hanging out near your kids, yeah, problem or no problem. Say, say there was a couple, a man and a woman, sunbathing, a uh, hundred, not even a hundred, like uh, thirty yards from the play area, and they were sunbathing naked. I don't personally have an issue with it, but as a society, to maintain a civilization, we create a baseline where we say something's okay. And for, I mean, that's where we decided. We decided you can't run around naked in public as part of our. Uh, that's not true in San Francisco. Yeah, I know. I know. Other places have so. challenged that and done and do things differently. But in San Francisco, they have their own set of ideas about what's okay, and when. So for them, that's it's a little bit I've different. I've seen a TG, teenager suck off an older man in an alley. So yeah, what are you gonna do? You said yeah. But stop hanging that out. Wasn't in Bellingham. Stop that was hanging out in Ferndale. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fern Tucky, boy. That's Fern Tucky. No, I mean, and the reason I pressed you is because I remember the first the first year I happened to be in town while they had the the uh, naked bike ride. I was a little put out, but you know I was put out in, in the fact that I felt like it was being pushed on me, like I didn't have a choice. Yeah, like I didn't know what was but, going on, and I was just sitting, we were sitting, eating dinner, looking yeah. out the window, and it was almost like a, abusive. And I felt a little bit like, well, I wasn't even given a choice. I might be all right with it, but right. you're pushing your privates into the view of, of my children. Because that's the that's what I'm talking about. There's a baseline we all agree on. That's where we no, stop. we don't all agree on. That's what makes a society. You may disagree, but society as a whole has agreed Fuck society that you have as a to whole. have something no, I, on. Yes, and that's just where we are. I'm and sorry. People, okay, disagree, no, people disagree both ways. You've got people who are like uh, fundamentalist religious types who think that women should be completely covered up. And then you've got people on the other end of the spectrum who think there's absolutely nothing wrong with walking around completely naked. So we just have that middle of the... And so when you're offended, I'm assuming you weren't offended because you were seeing someone naked. You were offended because it was like, Without I didn't choice. expect you're this. Right. No. Okay, I mean, that's, that's almost... I think that's pretty normal. I think that's pretty... And, and I, I was going to add before, before, before Jeff jumps in, I'm interested to hear what Jeff has to say. Yeah. But in the years after that, like after the first time, like my kids were a little bit older, I didn't mind. You know, we laughed, like Liliana's like, look at the guy's balls hanging down. And, and, and you know, maybe it's because, you know, it happened a couple years later. It's not like I planned to be down there. We just happened to be down there. Yeah. Um, so it could just be that, you know, I, you know, hey, welcome to Bellingham. Get used to it. This is yeah. how it is. Yeah. And, you know, or it could be that my kids were a couple years older because I, I know in the previous years when we've, we've happened upon it, it didn't bother me nearly as much as the first time where I think Lily might have been six, mm-hmm. seven, and we hadn't really had time for that talk yet, and, and neither one of the kids were really aware of that kind of stuff yet. Yeah. And it just felt like, you know, I don't, I don't want to... It felt like, you know, I was being abused. You know, like, like I, wasn't, I wasn't given the choice, and maybe I, should, maybe I shouldn't be given the choice. But that, that, I think there's a, a distinction to be made between the fact that you weren't... 
you weren't offended by the nudity per se. You were offended by the fact that somebody was abusing the assumed, you know, the rules about what's... There was no warning. Yes. Okay. See, I think that's perfectly reasonable. I think it's incredibly reasonable. I don't like people who have uptight attitudes about... You know, I know I've I've heard people complain about the naked bike ride, and it's like that's it's that's almost funny. It's almost <laughs> but they're warned. You're, the, people oh, yeah, are warned yeah, beforehand yeah. about that. Yeah, uh, he's talking about just coming upon it without ever being yeah, yeah, warned. Yeah. And really, I think I think what he's talking about with Mike. I, I apologize to our listeners who I'm pointing at. I'm not pointing at our listeners. I'm pointing at Mike. But um, uh, what he's talking about is being surprised that this is happening. Yeah. And it's not something that's a norm in our society. To uh, places like uh, in at least Germany, like in Berlin and, and uh, the FKK beaches, and and uh, even even a regular beach in the south of France or uh, in San Francisco, which has no nudity ordinance, that kind of thing is not necessarily a surprise. It's gonna be expected. It's it's no, it's not even necessarily expected. Me coming from a small town in Washington, I didn't expect it, of course. But, uh, and trust me, when I was in Berlin and that woman was sunbathing, I was straining hard to see her. So, but, uh, I think, I, I don't think the majority rules. Majority are generally dumbasses. Because the majority in this country believe that abstinence is the best way to treat teenage sex. Or, or not teaching them at all. I mean, with George Bush in the White House, all of sex education disappeared from our schools. Wow. So the majority is not always right. And what may be your social norm uh, is not normal everywhere. Right. And I think with more freedom, even whether it's sexuality, whether it's nudity, speaking of Pride Weekend, uh, uh, whether who you want to fucking marry, whatever it is, the more freedom you have, the better off I think society would be. And you can force those norms upon people and make them norms. Yeah, that's all I. That, that was and, all. I and you, you probably drove that home, really. And Jeff, and the next time that we happened upon it, we knew what to expect. So there's no big deal. So maybe it's just a matter of, of being in a society where hey, I we, think so. We should be open to expecting that. Now, you know, the other thing you were talking about, sexual education in school. You know, I don't really care if they would teach sex ed in school. You know why? Because they're doing a horrible job of it. An absolute horrible job. I don't. I don't think they ever did. From my own experience, I don't think they did a bad job. I think it was presented presented a little strangely. Yes, but it was not necessarily. I remember getting sex education in grade school when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Wow. Boys and girls were separated. Okay, I come from fucking Santa Valley, which which basically our textbooks came from 1958. So, but uh, they separated the boys and girls. We all went into different classes, and the boys learned about girls, and the girls learned about boys. Apparently, they thought we just automatically knew about each other ourselves. We didn't. No. So by the time we all went through puberty, none of us want to stand up in class, of course, because we all have hard-ons. <laughs> And that's about the time parachute pants were in, so which made it even worse. Yeah. Right. I don't know if anybody here is that's, going silk yeah, underwear when they're a teenager. Bad idea. <laughs> All I'm saying. We didn't have anything like. I mean, we got it in uh, in Aberdeen. We had ours in middle school, and by then everybody knew anyway. So it was just this big embarrassing, like, oh, we have to listen to the teacher tell us this yeah, thing we, that we already know. I had it. Not only did it, we have it in Skagit Valley, well, in in Burlington. Yeah. We had it in grade school. We had it in middle school. Just a little bit in middle school. Not a whole lot. It was basically biology in middle school at that mm-hmm. point. It was yeah. like. 
this is how mammals do it. <laughs> and, and then in high school, for some reason, we had this huge sex education thing about pregnancy and how things are created and venereal diseases. I mean, they went fucking deep. Yeah. And we saw things that... It scarred me fucking <laughs> But... It's okay. I'm okay now. I'm yeah. Okay. Yeah. We um with, with uh, he with, still can't touch his own butt, but he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only one we, knuckle. <laughs> Only one knuckle. We told uh, Alex. We had that talk with Alex when she was um. I think the latter part of her kindergarten school year, and we there were some parents. We told we told you know we told them that uh, we had done that, and and the, the shock on their face when we you know Deanna and I got this several times was like. You did it that young, and I was. We we're like, well, yeah. Why not? Why not at the age where they don't even really they don't associate that yet with any kind of embarrassment, and you can just tell them outright. And they're like, I remember Alex. Her whole reaction to being told, and we got into the graphic details of it, and her whole reaction was, oh, okay, yeah. And Deanne, even Deanne, she kind of started like laughing a little bit when when we're going over it, and I kind of I looked at her, and she yeah. goes. And she knew she got up and left the room, and I finished it because I was like, the I don't left want the room. You just yeah. bust a gut. No, 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 no. <laughs> and it wasn't. And it wasn't that Deanne was doing anything wrong. It's just that that's her. That's like our reaction to this stuff. I was having that need. I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can get through this without laughing or getting embarrassed. And I was like, I just don't. I don't want our daughter to do that. And she's always been very, yeah. very mature about that whole topic. And yeah. with Mason, we told him. I think when he was in fourth grade, I didn't feel the need to tell him so early. I always feel, I, for some reason, I feel like girls need to know a lot younger. I don't know what it is. That, I think that's our own uh, social paranoia. Something about um, that. But. Yeah, I, I, I really think it is, because I think boys, boys and girls can comprehend it very yeah. young. Listen to anybody that's grown up on a farm, they were like, I knew it too. Right. You know, I mean, come on, you grew up on a farm, you see shit fucking all day. <laughs> Seriously, you have more than one type of animal. There's, there's shit fucking everywhere. There's dad again out there with the sheep. <laughs> exactly. But given that you had these conversations with your children at a younger age, and they probably would have gotten it at school, probably by the time they got to school, yeah. what kind of job did the school do? Because I'm finding that it's a real deficiency, I think. Yeah, I don't. to me, I feel like that's one of those topics. It's almost like... What's another topic? Well, religion is one, but that's a huge... Um, there's a few things Let's where not I feel go like, there right yeah, now. I know. I, I mean, that's, that's the crux of our society's problem. Yeah. But let's not go there right I, now. I feel like that's one of those things where it's the it's up to the parents to do that, not the school. I uh, my 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 opinion of exactly what you just said is schools should be teaching the biology of it. Okay. Yeah. Right. The pure biology of it. Right. Uh, the penis goes in the vagina, whatever the creature is. I mean, I my cat has a fucking vagina. I might go 180 degrees. My pussy has a pussy. <laughs> but um, I think I think parents need to teach uh, the, because none of us are biologists. We don't know all the exact terminology. We're not doctors. We're not biologists. We we know that the penis goes in the vagina and it ejaculates some semen or. <laughs> Exactly, and and all of that stuff. But we can also <laughs> teach our children that this can happen to you. Yeah, this pregnancy, this disease, whatever. We, I, I think it's a combination of both right. that should be taught. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and you know, you bring up a, a few good points, but I almost feel like 180 degrees. Like, yeah. you know, perhaps it's the parents that should be teaching biology because I know there's a lot of 
people out there that I wouldn't necessarily trust to teach their children in a very well manner. You know, they wouldn't be talking about relationships and homosexuality versus heterosexuality and, you know, the whole rainbow. I don't know that I can trust a lot of parents to do that. So it's almost like I feel like the, 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 the liberal in me would rather the school teach that because I know they could get the job done probably, whereas at home at least everybody knows how to put the penis in the vagina or the penis in the anus or the vagina on the vagina. They could figure that part out, right? They could teach that. But the schools yeah. maybe would be liberal enough to teach all the points that they're missing. The one thing that jumped up to me recently is that my kid doesn't know what fapping is. <laughs> You're going to go into this right now. We went into this last week, not in our podcast, but at the fire pit. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. It, fapping. Fapping, yeah. I fapping. didn't know what it was. It's fucking disgusting. I'm going to know it while he does this. You didn't know and it. I want to get back to this stuff, but we also need to finish actually introducing our topics, beer and movie, for this week, even though we're 20 minutes in. Well, after you tinkle... <laughs> yeah, sure, he's going to tinkle. We bring up fapping and suddenly he has to go potty. I will not be fapping this evening. I will be tinkling. The cocoa lotion is right next to the sink, Jeff. Help yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. I, it's it, going to end up in your hair, Mike. I'll wash it out. It's no big deal to me. It won't be the first time. Probably not even oh, the first time it was yours. Oh. But, it, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting in the car with the kids on, on uh, a, a Saturday, and my son asked me what fapping is. I'm oh, like, my fapping. God. I, I, you know, I kind of know what fapping is. Where did he hear? Do you know where he heard that from? Well, you know, there was a, a party at somebody's house where there's a bunch of little kids playing, and obviously some of the little kids were, I can't say they were more advanced, but maybe they knew terms that my son didn't know. Right. So he wants to know what fapping is. So I, I go ahead and... Explain to them in the best best way that I can what fapping is. And fapping to me is when I see fapping, it's always in these videos where it's somebody who's abusing somebody else by ejaculating on them, unbeknownst to the person being ejaculated. <laughs> so what, you have given this way too much thought. I thought it was just a, 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 a word for for masturbating. Well, I didn't see, know see, it was, that's, uh, that, that's where I'm a little confused and I feel like the education It is, system, Rick. It is. The, the education system might have let that me That was down quick, Jeff. Because <laughs> when I go look at fapping videos, it's always somebody coming on somebody else when they don't know it. I didn't realize that fapping was just simple masturbation and then you could fap alone. Well, see, my elbow, just, hit, the, my elbow hit the flusher and it ruined the mood. Oh, oh man. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I'm usually okay. able to work my way back into it. <laughs> My so lather fapping, was done rinsed. So, so baby. fapping has a specific definition, is what you're saying. It, you know, it, it must now. It, it Welcome my, to the internet. In yeah. my mind, it did, but you know, I did a quick Google search while I was sitting there and learned that I was wrong and that I had the wrong idea of fapping. So that's where I wish oh. the schools would have stepped in and maybe educated him to what fapping was. Oh Jesus! I didn't know enough. I was telling him the wrong stuff. But uh, that goes back to my point: is that uh, the school should be teaching them biology. You should be teaching them about fapping. And one thing I. I, I think, and maybe it's my own fucked up view of child rearing, but um, as you know, and I've mentioned before, that I don't really uh, do a lot of censoring for my child, and she's seen things like uh, two men having sex, or two women having sex, or whatever, just on general movies, we're not watching porn in front of a six-year-old, but... Um, uh, the thing is, it brings up questions in her mind, and I believe answering those questions when they ask them, 
is a very important part of growing. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. It's just the problem is I hadn't watched any fapping videos with my son because <laughs> <laughs> the fapping videos are always like on the 18 and plus, and I feel like you just don't see enough fapping in mainstream media. I mean, that's really what the that's problem true. comes down to. If, if yeah. there was, I'd been able that's to show them. Okay, Wolf Blitzer, little... when you listen to this podcast, I want to see you fapping your co-host. I was gonna say, I think they do a little on Fox News. Well, I'm he's gonna, on CNN. Oh, Blitzer's okay. the guy with the beard. Yeah, and glasses, oh, yeah. Who right, has I'll people be about tuning Jesus. in. You'll be yeah. tuning into Fox. Yeah, those are my favorite kind of videos. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever? Uh, have you ever looked at? This is completely off the different topic. Oh, we knew this was going to happen. We turned ADD as soon as these mics turned <laughs> yeah, off. I know. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. The, have you ever seen that uh, that video of uh, when Fox News? Fox News was doing something about porn online. They were doing like a little segment about it. You know, because that's really the kind of hard news that they that they need to get into. But um, they actually. Yeah, sure. It's a good beer, isn't it? It, it is. I'd give it. Can we? Yeah, I, I would like to go back to our topics and uh, the beers we're going to be well, drinking hold, in the movie. Well, but well, you can you go ahead with your points. You can like this up. Maybe we can post a link to it. But um, in the, they do this quick little montage of all this stuff online, you know, which mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. I'm sure necessary to present the topic. Of course it is. And they accidentally, in the little montage or the little graphic that they put up at the top, you can barely see. It. You don't really see it unless somebody points it out that it's there. But it's like a a, a view from above of a girl getting fucked, and you can see the guy's dick going right in. I like how your voice and, kind of drops a little bit. Like, oh, I know, because <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's amazing it's awesome. that this got past. This got past somebody, some graphic designer, or somebody for having, Fox News. Having worked with did, graphic designers does not surprise uh, me. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, you first can of see all, it. it's probably an intern at Fox. I think we went through this yeah, before. Yeah, fucking with people but it, it was it's really it's amazing that they've got this graphic up on screen you can find this little clip on online and uh it's not really obvious until someone points out that it's there and you're looking and you're going oh my god they've got like hardcore pornography right there on that's the a cock screen. and a pussy yeah. on and, Fox. and they're meeting each and other. it's not the people talking what the fuck but how wet were but, they <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm really interested in. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I, I'm not sure. You know, it was totally white straight extent. porn because it's Fox. Right. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah. they were probably in missionary position to boot. Oh, most definitely. No, no, they weren't. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet they were close. Yeah. I'm going to go back to our topics. topics. Uh, by the way, it was Pride 2014. Calories, calories, calories. <gasps> Bad parents. And uh, I think we're going to revisit uh, one of our last beers that we didn't talk about in a previous podcast. And also the, the soccer playing robots. Oh, I did see that. I saw yeah. that. Never mind. We'll deal with that in a minute. Stop talking. Also, our movie today is Dealing with Idiots from 2013. <laughs> and our beers are Hi-Fi, Tie-Fi, and Stoic. Let's, let's go ahead and talk no, about no. our Hi-Fi, Tie-Fi real it's quick. It's not the Stoic. It's, it's not the Stoic. Is, oh, that's right. It's not the Stoic. It's I, not I, the Stoic. This is the Deschutes one, right? It is Deschutes, but yes. it's not the Stoic. Maybe it's it not the Stoic. Yes, I if know. If they wanted to appeal to the geeks out there, they could have put an exclamation point in front of Stoic, and then that would have been all, you know, <laughs> just staring at me like I just, uh, you know. I don't get it. That's all I'm saying. It's a, it's a programmer notation, programmer notation right. for uh, not. So if you want to say something's not something, you put an exclamation point in front of it. 
Oh, I get it. I get it. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> the jokes are way funny. See, I went, I went with Matt. Uh, Matt. I went with Matt. <laughs> Just Matt. for a moment. We all miss Matt. Uh, we all miss Matt. Um, but no, no, I was thinking not. You were talking about not exclamation point, isn't it? Yeah. Not as in zero. Like in math. Oh, maths, oh. You call it not instead right. of zero and then an exclamation point. I don't know. I I'm being stupid. I'll shut the fuck up now. Anyway, what do you think of the beer? This is this is some incredible this is, beer. This is pretty good. Pretty good. I'd say this is a really good beer. I'm not sure, you know, in pairing it, like I'd, I'd have a difficult, you know, you know, you go to, like Jeff said, the Mexican food, Vietnamese food, of course, probably Thai food, but outside of that, I don't know if it would go really well. It's really a, a good beer all on its own. I don't think I need to mix it with anything. Yeah. Um, no, I think this would be a really good... Not only is it a really good beer, uh, two things. Um, this beer would go really good with, yes, food. Uh, certain kinds of food. Thai food, Mexican food. Mm. A few different ones. But I think it could use a hint of chili. Don't you think? Wouldn't that be Ooh. fucking good? Yes. No, you're you're right. But I think, I think that... I think I enjoy the flavor a lot. I think it's really good. But yeah. I don't think that I would want to mix that flavor with anything else. Like, it's just... Solid on its own. Why? Why blend it with what, anything? Yeah, I, it is solid on its own. But the chili, you're right. I mean, you drop a chili in there. Forget mm-hmm. about it. Absolutely. Exactly I'm gonna. I want to go into the brewery that brewed this beer. I don't know if you know this, but they're from Redmond, Washington. I thought they were from Spokane. No. No. no Redmond, fi. Washington. No fi. Low fi. No, that's that's uh, uh, no lie. No lie. No lie is from. There. This is Hi-Fi. Hi-Fi Brewing from Redmond, oh, Washington. Oh, I thought it was No Lie. No, it's not No Lie. Sorry. Hi-Fi. Sorry, it's Hi-Fi. They're, they're from they Redmond, Washington. Um, I think we need to friend them on FriendFace. Yes. Uh, hopefully they like us. We love your beer. Um, and uh, we're probably going to come visit them. We think, think your beer is okay. I think I'm middle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was just abused by my co-host. I got a napkin. All right. I'm enjoying this beer immensely. I think this is a good beer to drink with uh, certainly a meal. This is like everyone always talks about wine pairings. There is beer pairings, and this good would pair well with certain kinds of foods. I will let my co-host, who just got a uh, wet towel thrown at him from across the room and is now tapping this well, Mike, beer. Well, Mike knows that I have a wet towel fetish, so he's... he was I know you can see that. through this, so yeah. you... Well, almost. I don't, it's a little I don't, cloudy. I don't hate it. I'm just not crazy about it. It's, it's very middle of the road. For oh, me. there's there's flavors in there, man. Yeah, there's, there's flavors. I'm just not, I can I not... can taste the hops, and the hops complement the basil. Yeah, incredibly well. There's no yeah. middle of the road in oh, this beer. Hey, I'm giving it three out of five. Three out of five. Oh, he yeah. tapped it. It's official. That's right. <laughs> Holy mackerel! Yeah, it looks like he got an achievement for that too. I did. I get achievements every time I check in a beer. It's like it must think I'm a total lightweight or something. <laughs> wow, you drunk another one. Way to go, slugger. <laughs> Here's an award. <laughs> right on. I might right have on. to untap that just to counter yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, I'm. I, I would I just, tap that, but my 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 phone is being used, and it's almost out of battery anyway. So yeah. fuck it. It's just it's okay. I'm not. He's done a little too I'm much not, tapping today. I'm not crazy about it. Tapping that ass. Unfapped. There we go. We need to create an app called Unfapped. Unfapped. <laughs> That's when you wipe I'm it not, off, right? You know, if you're walking by and you happen to notice somebody got fapped, and without them knowing, before they're aware of the fact that they've been fapped on, you unfap them. Mm-mm. You rate the faps that you see online. <laughs> no, it's a porn rating thing. Ooh, right? Ooh, okay, I'm just going to go over some beers that uh, this Redmond Brewery has. Hi-Fi. Okay. Uh, it has Redmond Calling. It's an IPA. They have number one fan. 
um, which is an orange blossom ale. That's got to be something Seahawks related. I can't get behind it. Number one fan, uh, <gasps> high frequency society. It doesn't God. say anything about Seahawks, so fuck you. They have the pills. <laughs> they have the Tie Fi, which I totally would have called Tie Fighter. And then put the fucking Tie Fighter on the front because that would have been badass. But Lucas, I'm a geek, and Lucas these guys would have sued you. <laughs> fuck no, uh, Disney would have sued me. Yes. Lucas doesn't own that shit anymore. No. They have a Kolsch. They have one called a Blue Danube, which is an American Sterling. No wait, it looks like an Austra- uh, Austrian kind of mix. No, it's a lager. It's a lager. They have an English Pale Ale, a Porter. They have pretty much the, the and then they have a stout, of course. They have a uh, gamut of beers, and I think we should go certainly down there and try them all. Field trip, I like it. Yep. Can no, we, uh, that's going ones? that's going on the list. Yeah, absolutely. If my sweaty ass palm would stop doing this, well, you know, if you stop playing, can you hand me that 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 penile looking thing yeah. over there? This thing right here. Thank you. You're welcome. It's so hot and wet. I'm just gonna talk like a southerner <laughs> from here on out. You'd be a little less hot and wet if you'd be careful in the bathroom. That's all I'm saying. Have you felt the heat? I so, have. How about those soccer playing robots? Soccer playing robots. <laughs> that was fucking awesome, by the way. And I, I can't wait. I've granted it's probably like 20 years away. Yeah. But those robots are going to be on the field with our fucking World Cup winners, champions, you know, whoever the fuck they are. And it's going to be awesome. You know, who's cheering on robots? Man? I am. You know, what, you know what got me was that um, in the last... It's not, it hasn't even been like three or four months. There was like an article that came out that said that there, um, there's been uh, big advances with artificial intelligence where a lot of the uh, um, they've had the uh, artificial intelligence software passing the Turing test. That's you know what that is? That's all as being fake, though. Did that come out? Was it fake? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. And so then there I was can, a counter to that I saying, can, no, it wasn't fake. I can, so well, I, well, then I, was, I was thinking about just recently, like in the last year or two, you've seen a lot of uh, stuff from like Japan... You know, the Japanese seem to be fascinated with robots that look real. And they always have maybe... subtitles for some reason. <laughs> and I hate that. But um... Luckily, they're in Korean. <laughs> it's prettier. Well, it's fun to know that most Japanese are actually Korean. So okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to state right here and right now. I, make, I may make fun of Rick for his subtitle and dubbed... For his, his watching dub stuff, I understand where you're coming from. I'll watch. I completely and utterly no. I no. I just I understand your argument. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay. I yeah. may not agree with it, but I completely understand oh, yeah. where you're coming. from. Right. That's fine. You That's know fine. what I'm going to say? About I'm just going to say that once. I'm done. I'm okay. going to say one thing about it: is we all have deficiencies, and I'm willing to accept that Rick has <laughs> at least this one, and I can appreciate his company anyways. He has difficulty getting the salt. <laughs> You know, he won't get a handicap placard for it. Well. He can ma- I, march in the pride parade with that but like the, <laughs> Wait, I appreciate that you guys recognize this. What? He's waving like, a, <laughs> like an idiot. Yes, but remember those guys that flipped you off Yes. Today? I should, do that. That's what I do. I'll, Every I'll time somebody that. flips me off in traffic, yeah. I, like, I do that. <laughs> and then you keep driving and watch him just go. I got flipped off in traffic today by a couple of um, what do you, you call them, dude bros? Is that dude what they, bros? Yeah, they were like not wearing shirts and they had on the caps and they were in a jeep and for some reason I don't even know if they were, were thirty five but still too cool to wear our hat correctly. Yeah. Oh. They didn't look at me. I was in, on the right lane. They, had they were an in the left. Bumper sticker didn't. They? <laughs> 
I wouldn't. I didn't notice, but I wouldn't doubt it. They had club bells, didn't yeah. they? But they just they flipped me off without even looking. And I and I was thinking, are they being? Uh, they think they're being funny? Because I wasn't even doing anything. I was actually signaling to slow down to get behind them because I needed to get over in the lane. It's probably exchange students. Somebody they probably just thought they were being funny. How you say hello in America? I had an incident in traffic. I don't last care if it's my fault or not. My fault or not, I still just smile and wave really yeah. vigorously. I had an incident in traffic last week though, where I was coming back toward. I was I was heading home. And I was yeah. leaving work. I was heading home. I was heading down one of the main streets, and there was some. There was like a traffic revision ahead for road work. And I look behind me, and I was trying to get in the left lane because the right lane was closed. And I look over, and I see the car behind me, and I think the car behind me sees me, and I start to go over. <laughs> I start to go over, and, and then I realize, oh, he didn't see me because the car comes charging up next to me. And I was like, oh shit! I can't believe I just did that because I didn't signal. I thought the person saw me. And then I was like, you're fucking and then I, not yeah, I had a moment of embarrassment where I thought, wow, I, I can't believe right. I just did something that stupid. And then I thought, wait a minute, this guy's kind of an asshole because he just rushed up. And I look over to see who it was, and it's Mike. I'm looking right at Mike. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had this moment of like, because um, I looked over the person. I've, I wasn't, I've been in a car with Mike many times now, and he's a fucking dick driver. I wasn't. No, you know, I was my fault because I, I made an assumption that he he realized what I was doing. So I thought, no need to say, yeah. no, I can just oh, ease no, over. No, I realized what you were doing, asshole. Oh, you did it on purpose. Fuck you then. God damn it. Yeah, yeah I told you, Mike's a dick driver. I'm a shitty driver. I'll accept that. Well, I have no problem I, with that. But Mike is a dick driver. Well, I was, but what, it's, what it was, you? I'll take. I'll accept that it was my fault because I I made a wrong assumption or made in the wrong situation made that assumption maybe somebody else would have let me over but um, I couldn't (laughs) believe when I looked over and I was like I was kind of embarrassed. I wasn't looking to like like be pissed or anything. I just kind of look over and I was like, I can't believe I'm looking at Mike in that fucking car. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you know what? I was I looked over to, to give the, whoever was sitting there a dirty look, and it was your beautiful face. And I couldn't. But it was like, you know what? Look, asshole. We could both try to run this yellow light, which we both ran a yellow light. <laughs> I wasn't gonna sit in traffic any longer. And I thought this asshole can sit here and wait for me because I'm in the right lane and he's not yeah but we were both running a yellow light and i wasn't gonna let the asshole asshole dick me just because he wanted to run it as well but i looked over and who could be i wasn't i wasn't it was i swear to god it wasn't me trying to like like cut you off or anything i thought i glanced over really quick i i thought you were going slowing down and i thought oh that's cool he's gonna let me over so i didn't even bother signaling that's why i wasn't signaling and then i started easing over and then oh shit this driver can read my mind. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is just assume and not signal. So. Nicely done human being. Yeah, that's right. That's I all was, I'm saying. That was and, kind of embarrassing. Uh, you know what? I... I yeah, I don't. I know Mike is kind of a dick driver, and I, because I've driven with him, he drives 700 miles an hour, then slows down to speed limit, then yeah. drives 700 miles an hour again. Yeah. He's, he's just one of those drivers and kind of weaves <laughs> in and out of traffic. You, on the other hand, you're you're pretty you're a pretty safe driver. You, I think you I, have the I tend thing to be, down, and, I, and I tend to be, and I, that's, th- I can see you being an angry driver, though. I I get angry. What's getting on my nerves lately as far as, like, driving habits? And Just it seems to Canadians. be a thing in Bellingham. Just say Canadians. Okay. we That's a whole other topic, too. The driving we're not, not going to go into that. that topic. I'm just saying what kind what's, of driver do you believe yourself to be? What's getting me lately are people in Bellingham, and this seems to be a thing that started up in the last year or so, 
nobody wants to go the speed limit anymore. It's like everybody wants to go two or three miles under. Thank you, Mike. And I don't know if I'm imagining it. <laughs> Mike just blew smoke in Jeff's face. But it's not okay. smoke. It's vapor. Yeah, oh, it's vapor. Intentional. Thank you, Mount Baker Vapor. <laughs> ah. so, <laughs> we should do our podcast there sometime if they'd allow alcohol somewhere yeah. on their premises. For me, they would. They better. Yeah. I'm a big supporter. Um, I know I'm a terrible driver because I'm the only person I know of, and I've met I've met quite a few people in many different countries. I'm the only person that I know of that has been pulled over for driving like an asshole. <laughs> Quote unquote from the police officer. Driving like an asshole. Yeah. No, I, I remember this uh, because uh, myself and Jim were uh, were were heading out to Sandwich Island. And I'm in, God, what did I own at the time? I, I, a little fucking car. It was a five-speed little piece of shit. And we're, we're heading out to the thing. And, and we're, of course, we're smoking weed. And, uh, oh, wait, to rewind a little bit. I don't know if you, have you heard this story? No. Okay. I, mean, I think Mike probably has. Oh, wait, Mike's beautiful. Oh, jeez. Oh, that is sexy. He just mooned us, and my God, the pimples on his ass were I just am, divine. I am scarred for life. Going back to my story, though, I'm going to rewind a little bit. It was the same, it was around the same time. I don't remember, and know if you remember, when Near Beer came out. Oh. Remember the Near Beer that came out, O'Doul's and all yeah, that? It, yeah, when yeah. it first came out, there was huge questions on if, if people could buy it underage. Because right. it was only half percent alcohol. I mean, it was yeah. less alcohol than the same thing we could buy in the store as NyQuil. Right. So, I mean, right. people were under question. And Near so Beer, what, that's, what that's we did, crazy. I forgot all about what that. What we did, we were in Mount Vernon. We stopped at this place. I got gas, and I, I talked to my buddy Jim, and I'm like, hey, let's, let's get some of this beer. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, I don't know, can we? And I said, well, it's 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 not even real beer. It's near beer. It's like half percent alcohol. I don't know. So we went up to the uh, checker, and I put it on the counter. I said, can we buy this? I mean, we're both underage. We, we, we were completely and utterly telling him we're underage, but can we buy this? He was like, I don't see why not. There's no alcohol in it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So we bought it. Meanwhile, we drive out. We've got a, a huge fucking bag of weed. We start smoking our balls. I got my pipe in my hand, and we're drinking. I got a near beer between my legs, and we're just drinking away at this near beer. And I'm driving down the street, which is probably why I was pulled over for being an asshole, or driving like an asshole. I, I uh, suddenly, woo, the cop pulls me over, and I'm like, and. And all of a sudden, of course, Jim, I love Jim, but he freaks out when the cops were involved. So all I do is, is essentially take my pipe and shove it right between my legs. Everyone, everyone who smoked pot with a pipe while driving has done this bit pulled over. Yeah. You just shove it as far between your legs as possible. What and it, it? it's practically in your butt crack at this point. Yeah. But I leave my near beer right there, man. It's covering my pipe. I'm like, well, I'm fleeing my fucking near beer. And it, I pull over. I'm a, I, I always pull over for the cops. I I never run away. I never even try to hide anything except for my illicit activities. Not in a Geo Metro. You're not trying to outrun them. Well, this is this is well before the Geo Metro. But uh, <laughs> the the cop finally comes to the car. Yeah. And I of course roll down the window. Classic question. Do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> and I go. Um, I don't know. Was I was I speeding or something? Nope. You're driving like an asshole. <laughs> And of course, at this point, Jim starts busting out laughing. Yeah, he was! <laughs> Fucking asshole! 
just like, like what the like, fuck? Oh, I thought you were pulling me over for the pot I've got stuffed up my ass. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no. And, and it was funny because um, he was so distracted by the near beer. He was like, what are you guys drinking? And I said, well, it's just near beer. It doesn't have any alcohol in it. So we thought we could buy it. We asked the clerk. Yeah. And he was like, no, sorry, guys. You're not supposed to... You're not supposed to have that. I'm gonna to have to take that from you. So he takes the remainder of our six pack really? and our and we pour out our beer. Yeah. He gives me the 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 spank on the ass. Well, not literally. It would have been an awesome cop if he did spank yeah. me because that would have been badass. That's the that's what happens when you get pulled over by the cop from the village people. But only on, pri- on Pride Week. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. But uh, no, he he basically gives a slap on the wrist and says, you know what. Just stop driving like that. Pay attention to what you're doing. Stop laughing. Stop being silly. And I'm, he, uh, and I was like, I'm, and he said, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna have to take this. I know there's no alcohol in it. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, guys, this is like late '80s, early '90s. So, I'm sorry, children, that you're so heavily watched in this day and age. Yeah. But uh, um, and you can't get away with fuck all. But he just basically slapped us on the wrist, poured out our shit, and uh, we took off. Of course, it, it, five seconds down the road, I pull out the pipe, start smoking weed again. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got pulled over for driving like an asshole. Was it weed or was it near weed? Well, that, that's, exactly, <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was thinking, Rick. And you you hit it right there. Okay, now that weed is legal in Washington State, and now it's even on oh, retail. That's one of the laws they're having troubles with. Yeah. Will we be able to find near weed in the in the near future? Well, my, well, I come home and find near my kids weed. smoking near weed. Yeah. They are near smoking what? near the weed in the near said future. I could buy this. <laughs> that clerk that hangs out on the corner down there at the end of the street. No. Not you can go to a store now and buy weed. That's right. So that is awesome. Pride Week. Transvestites, transsexuals. Is Mike truly bi-curious? And Mike, tell us about gay chicken. Gay chicken. Oh, oh. Yeah, you want to talk about gay chicken? Well, if anybody has seen our banner on the uh, internet, if, if, if you're out there surfing on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash beer plus three podcast. I have no idea. Of course it is. <laughs> so, um, you'll you'll see this, this little banner. Gay chicken is a game that was introduced to me. Little did I know I've been playing gay chicken for a lot of years. Now, gay chicken is this game that which males... I imagine females. I've never seen females engage in it, but I suppose it's possible. This is not. This is not a game that any woman who respects herself would actually play. No, this is just for dorky guys, basically. It's for men. Men. Men are do would do this. This is. This is basically another version of measuring your cock. It's like buying. Who has the bigger truck? Gay chicken. I mean, they're like. There's six so degrees is, of separation at this point. Well, I was having so a conversation with Caleb earlier, and and, <laughs> and and you know he enlightened me to a few things and made me see a few different perspectives on this. And and you know I, I go back to thinking I was right all along, which was gay chicken, much like car chicken, right? It's two cars coming towards each other head on. Whoever pulls away first is the chicken. So gay chicken is very much like that. It's two male men so, going at each other. Trying to decide who's more gay than the other, who's going who's going to pull away from the gayness. Oh, oh, oh okay. And who's okay. the winner and who's the loser? The, the, ir- the, 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 the irony in this game is that it's typically played by guys who are too chicken to be gay outwardly, anyways. You know, I mean, anybody who's okay. really going to win at this game is probably is that the correct term closeted. <laughs> I'm picturing with the way you describe it though, as, as like, I'm picturing like two guys going at each other like <laughs> jousting. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> that, that, that very well could Do be. Do they have the birds? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you know, it, it, it occurred to me that this is probably not so uncorrect of a situation because two of the gayest men that I know who are not actually gay are Jeff and I. I I'm not sure that either. I one think of you've them. met Dave. I think and, he's and, a little gayer than you. And, and Dave as well. And we're really horrible at this game. You know, the worst you're ever. Uh, no, play. actually, I'm extremely good. I never knew that I was playing this game. <laughs> But um, I have played it in many occasions. I've won every time. Why? Because you know what? Who's ever willing to go farther? And that's generally me. Especially the drunker I get, the gayer I get. I I generally find myself at about 32% when I'm sober. That number steadily climbs exponentially. (laughs) Virtually exponentially. I, w- I didn't say literally. You notice that? Yeah. Huh? I, want you, I want the internet to notice there that I didn't go. say literally there. Uh, I, exponentially, my gatum goes up. And ask Caleb, <laughs> ask Kevin, ask any uh, bi or straight or gay man or straight man that we know. And yes, well, my my gayness goes up. Should and I? I have been challenged before. Yeah. From a straight man, and I will go all the fucking way. Well, I, hilarious. I, I don't doubt I that go. because there was uh, the first uh, Halloween party that Deanna and I attended here. I think I kissed every single man. Uh, that's party. part of part of what happened. But yeah, there was but one point go all the way. That's where not you all were. The way. You were so drunk. Well, I, I, there was never uh, any uh, unclothed penetration. I want to say right. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was not really any penetration. It was usually because straight men. I apologize. I didn't mean nope. to interrupt your That's story fine. because That's it's fine. an awesome story because it involves me. But, <laughs> but uh, no. What, what I was going to say is that uh, most straight men, as soon as you go in to kiss them, boom, they're done. That's that is the key. Like your brother. Oh, your brother was the best. Yeah. He fucking literally tumbled head over heel to get away from me. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Anyway, go on with your story because it involves me. Oh, well, on the, the, I was just going to say it's not really a story. It's just that we were Deanna and I were sitting on the little, uh, the little uh, whatever love seat, the two person yeah. thing there, and you were so drunk. Oh, it's fucked up. You came along and you crouched down in front of us, and you reached over, and I saw your hand coming toward me, and you grabbed my junk, <laughs> <laughs> and you just grabbed it. <laughs> And it was, the, and you didn't even look at. You were just sitting there. You were just like this. You're like, like the it most bored, <laughs> the most casual. This I do this every day type thing. You were just sort of staring off, paying attention to something else. Meanwhile, you had my junk in your hand, and I'm just sitting there going. And my interpretation, because I didn't know you, I didn't know you that well. At the, I mean, no, I, no. I knew you well that was enough. One of the first times because it was we no, kept asking me and Dave kept asking me who's coming to the party. Who's coming? The Rick Anderson. Rick yeah. Anderson. Rick. Yeah. He named you by your entirety of your name. Oh yeah, but and that so was, that was like the second time we met you. So we still called you Rick Anderson. Yeah, that was about a year prior to this, or about eight nine I months prior. I, to this, it was but, the same yeah. year, but but, but, I, I, but I, that's remember. the kind of shit I do to fuck with people yeah. with drugs. So. Well, that's what I thought too, and I thought, oh, he's doing this to see if he can get a reaction out of me. And <laughs> so much, I just yeah. sat there. I thought, I thought, go ahead, hold on to it. Have and fun. I knew, I knew you'd be my friend at that point. <laughs> if I've touched your cock, do you know how I'd be my friend? Do you know how I remember the moment that I realized I was really going to like you because of, <laughs> this was at the. Uh, at the guys night in the the notorious nice guys, oh, guys night fuck, in yeah. that was so awesome we were outside talking about um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for, of all things and this was like really the first time I got to know you I, I saw you at a, at the dinner for Mike's birthday and uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't yeah. really talk to you though. But um, I remember we're talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And you said, and I have this little smartass streak to me that will come out occasionally, especially if I'm drinking. Yeah. And imagine that. I didn't know you well enough at the time, and I was a little bit intimidated, you know, by having met all these new people that night. And you said something like, uh, "You go, do you know what my favorite part about that movie is? Or you know what the best thing about that movie is?" And I just jumped in at that moment, and I said, the fact that the kid who played Charlie is now legal. (laughs) (laughs) And I had this little heart-stopping, like, three, four seconds where you just sort of stared at me. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) He didn't think that was funny. And I was like... And then Mike was standing out there, too. And you you just go, Mike, why is your new friend dissing me? And at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is, this yeah, is awesome. Yeah, no, we're all good. Because yeah. if you didn't say it, I probably would have. <laughs> so going back to that instant, Jeff probably, in his mind, he thinks he won, right? Because he reached over and he grabbed you. And you sat and you paused and you waited. <laughs> but little did Jeff not know is you won because you got hard. <laughs> that was the origin he won the fucking gay chicken. I think Deanne won it because she was sitting right next to me and she had no reaction either. So I got to give her credit for Deanne that. I think, that I think the look on her face was it, it was it would have been sheer horror had it been her, but it was mostly just shock at this point because it was you. I think she might have actually been like you, uh, way too drunk at that moment to realize. Probably, what was probably. When is Deanne not way too drunk? Let's be honest. I love that woman. She is so awesome. She's such a lightweight. It's awesome. It is awesome. She, she jumps on both feet every time, and I totally appreciate. Yeah, it. No she, she brightens up. Oh, last week was priceless. That yeah. was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. She was actually laughing at my really off-color jokes, which she sometimes she really gets she gets upset by my jokes sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, the key okay. is to make sure she gets drunk and then you start joking. Well, my, my my jokes tend to, like you, I yeah. know you probably feel the same way, but I think you may be somewhat more timid. Yeah. I'm a little more out there, especially if I've been drinking. Yeah. I try to push someone as far as possible yeah. in their sense of humor. And so I will continue on and start. I will go into molesting children at some point. Oh, not actually, right? Uh, not actually, well, but yeah, making topic, jokes and references topic, to yeah. the topic of. And until someone is so offended, yeah. then I'll laugh because yeah. then it's funny. But that's just how I am. <laughs> so. You know, what are you going to do? So we didn't, uh, that was a nice uh, discussion about soccer playing robots. And gay chicken. <laughs> yeah, fuck soccer playing robots. We didn't even really finish the gay, oh, what were you telling, you were telling us something about gay chicken. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, what I was really bringing up is, you know, soccer robots, who gives a fuck? It's when robots can play gay chicken. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be impressed. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. No, so That would be a great, oh... There should be. We need to do. We need to do like we talked about doing fake commercials. That would be a great fake commercial for a Japanese like. Uh, 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 what do you call those? The the. Assi moho mo. Robo atto mobo. Let's just get raso. Robo Um No. All I'm saying. No. We talked about doing the fake commercials. That would be a great uh, uh, commercial for like oh some God. sort of weird. 
uh, like instead of robot wars, it would be robot chicken gay. Gay. The gay edition. Right. And it would just be robots with big schlongs trying to get each other off. Oh my It'd be god. Just badass. No, oh, but, yeah. But, that but would... the whole point with the gay chicken is they have Stop to that. they have to pretend that they're not trying to get each other off. They have to go yeah. <laughs> They have to have those those hetero 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 <laughs> hetero uh, like Midwest like I'm really not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. I love God! Oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, gay, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. gay, I love God. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So it has to be that. Apparently, every Midwestern or gay man is a chicken. <laughs> to me, apparently. Or maybe, maybe a gay chicken. <laughs> nonetheless, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about our uh, our movie. Dealing sure. with yes. idiots. Dealing with idiots. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and explain it for a second. It sure. uh, director is Jeff Garland. You may know Jeff Garland from. Uh, Everything? Everything. Yeah, the guy's been in everything. Yeah, he's one of those um, people you recognize, but you didn't know. You recognize immediately. He wrote this movie along with Peter Murr. 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 I've turned into... Uh, Move on to the next. Yeah, I've, I've, I've turned into Crichton from Red Dwarf, apparently. <laughs> uh, Marita. I'm going to just say Marita. I apologize if I'm getting your name wrong, like he's ever going to listen to this. It stars Jeff Garland, of course, because when you write and direct your movie, you need to star in it. Uh, Steve Agee, who is genius in this yeah, fucking movie. He's one of the funny. best characters in the movie. Gina Gershon, Bob Odekirk, um, Fred Willard, who is one of the legendary uh, comedians of film and everything. Uh, it's starring some incredible people. And uh, we'll go ahead and start our round table with the man who actually suggested the movie. Me. Rick Anderson. Um, I, I actually let's take a little detour here really quick and say that we're we'll now that. we're now pouring we're gonna the move next on to beer, which is this, we'll go back to that. Which is uh, I'm gonna cleanse is my this palate. The, is this the stoic? This is not the stoic. Oh, oh, oh! And I'm gonna get a palate now. Cleanse. Now I understand. I'm gonna get a palate cleanser before you sip on that, so okay. hang on. Okay, I won't. I won't start. Not work. the stoic. I'm assuming it's also made by Deschutes. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. It's so a it's Deschutes a, uh, beer. The stoic is interesting. That's one of those beers to me that not um, the stoic. Hold on, bitch. <laughs> I'll be your bitch. The I'll actual be stoic. Every bit of a bitch for you, baby. The actual stoic was one of those beers. The first time I tried it, I it I'll was, even yell. It was a... Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll just have, have some of his. Or... That was one of those beers that changed my perception of what a beer could yeah. be or was. Isn't it, I think that's based on a Belgian. Yeah. I, yeah that was, I think that was the first Belgian-style beer that I tried, and I was I was amazed. So um, I'm assuming because this is not the Stoic, I'm not going to be amazed. I suppose so. We're having a palate cleanser at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but it is. It's just water and uh, lines, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be amazed. I'm sure. Yeah, but it, wow. I mean, just in pouring it, I notice it's certainly not the stoic. It isn't the stoic. <laughs> so it's a, it would be interesting if anybody had done any research. And I don't know that we did. To know why this <laughs> is not the stoic? <laughs> Let's stop pretending we're a beer authority podcast. <laughs> we drink. We talk about what the beer is briefly. We rate it, and then we move you on know to. What? Uh, Dick sucking or whatever. The, the, the thing is, is we know what we like. We like beer. We like talking oh. about our own cocks, other wow. people's cocks, and a little bit of other things. It smells great. Can, am I, can I try it now? Uh, it, <laughs> as long as you've cleansed your palate. I, I was just afraid that, I that, that basil is so heavy in that yeah. last one. 
that you, you probably want to. No, I, I, I really enjoy that. I'm 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 gonna note this uh, hi-fi, and uh, we're certainly gonna join their yeah, Twitter and their friend face. Wow, I like that a lot. That's awesome. That's really good. I'm ima- mm. I'm imagining this one's really high ABV. Yes. Um, yep. It must be maybe a Belgian brown because the Stoic is a Belgian blonde, right? It's it's. Uh, it's I, not super dark. I tried that way back before I was actually keeping track of any details about any beer, so I actually don't know that much about the Stoic. I'm going to go a little bit easy in my glass here. I know I poured pretty heavy for you all, but uh, I'm going to yeah. try to run tomorrow. We'll see if it happens or not. But uh, yeah. What are you running from, Mike? Really? What are you running uh, from? Uh, tomorrow I'd like to run, too, actually. Tomorrow is the Bellingham... Uh, Checking that foot race. It's a, a run from the bottom of Fairhaven, and it must be a park. There must be a park there, and I don't know what the park's name is. And you uh, you run the interurban trail out the way out to Checking that to uh, the top of Larrabee State Park. It's seven miles. Yeah. Um, I did it last year. It's a really nice run. I'm trying to get my son to run it with me this year. Last year I was running ten minute miles. I think if I'm out there with Oliver, we're probably not going to be doing ten minute miles. Yeah. Should be more of a walk, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> if we are able to compete. And complete. Yeah. Good enough for me. Yeah. Still fun. I just want to say, Deschutes, you've done it again. This is a delicious beer. This is really good. When does Deschutes not do it? I mean, we started... Um, there's... there's a, uh, man, oh man. I'm getting... Definitely can tell there's more alcohol in this than the one we were just drinking. But we started, you know... Be, let's hope so. During, <laughs> during, during, during our IT crisis earlier, while we were fixing the laptops and yes. trying to get the microphone... For two we're... fucking hours. Sorry. <laughs> I have two IT professionals sitting near me. Where? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> they were walking by. I love the these street. men. You were trying to, to no go, fucking in. You were trying to goat me into not saying that I was an IT professional. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> for trying to get me. I am an IT professional. No, and I, I respect your field. I respect you both in your field. Because in our field, and I would fuck you both in we your are, field. We're yeah. often dealing with idiots in our field. Six, Granted, six, today six. was just it was it was what. Dealing with idiots in our field. Oh, Same. yeah. We should Same. probably get back to that. Yeah. Instead of running. Before we get back into it, I'll just say yeah. we started with Hop in the Dark. We had a glass of the Hop in the Dark. Oh, God, that's so good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That was part of my stashing. I got about six, seven bottles because uh, I know the production was really low this year. You know, we went to the Portland. We did the Portland cast, and that was all around uh, Hop in the Dark. I was able to pick up a few bottles, so I've got a small stash to last me a while. And why don't uh, they? Why do? Why do they even? Why do they stop producing that? It's because every time I, it's on the shelf, it disappears really fast. I don't get it, man. Yeah. I totally don't get it. That's weird. But uh, no, so, why don't you go back to uh, dealing with idiots? Dealing with idiots. Um, give it, uh, let us fact, know if you give it a beer. Tell us about it. Despite tell, the fact that I uh, that I recommended this movie and I thought it was going to be really awesome, I didn't really like it. I'm not going to give it a beer. Um, I thought there were parts of it that were really awesome, and I thought Carrie uh, Kenny, who was uh, the the female who played the the very athletic mom. Who was uh, absolutely lesbian. genius. She was uh, she was a member of the state. I don't know if you guys remember that from yes. MTV. No, I recognize her from uh, a few movies. Yeah, yeah, she's been in a few uh, movies. A lot of different. Um, I thought her stuff was brilliant. I, that scene. Did you say that was a lesbian one? Yeah, she played a lesbian in there. In With the Gina Gershon, mom. she was yeah. Gina Gershon's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And that that scene where she where he tells him what he wants to do and she raises her hand and says, "This isn't one of those things where you, they get me in a room and they say <laughs> you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, take off your top, we're gonna film you." 
That was so funny, man. I thought that there were some great lines. There were a lot of little little moments here and there that were hilarious, but overall, it was it wasn't that good. And and even though there's a writing credit given to um, what's his name, Jeff Garland, he's Jeff Garland, and and someone else, I forget yeah. who that is, but um, a lot of this was improvised. This was one of those improvised movies the, where they uh, had a, Peter Morita, yeah. They had a framework, and it's it's one of the improvised like best in show or this is Spinal Tap. Which, this know, is Spinal I Tap. I think of that as like the gold standard for improvised. Oh, absolutely. That's I such would a say great movie. that that movie um, and uh, uh, Best in Show. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, the, those movies. Almost anything Christopher Guest does is yeah, hands he's, down he's funny. He's some funny. of the greatest stuff because yeah. I don't know what he does. The problem but. with movies like this, though, is it's only as funny as the people who are in the scene. And so there's like some scenes in the movie where it's like the the humor's there, but it's very subtle or very, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. come on, amp it up just a little bit. This is uh, the one thing I really love about the movie, though, is it is a it is a really perfect. And I wish it had been a better movie because I. I agree with this point of view, which is that attitude of overparenting and overcontrolling your child's success and everything that yeah, they it's, do. Yeah, it's all about always being present. And yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think. Uh, sorry, I'll, you oh, it's 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 just the. Uh, I see a lot of that, and I don't understand it because I think I think kids are capable of figuring out what they want to do in life and succeeding at it on their own. I'm not saying you shouldn't be involved. But Absolutely. there's this Absolutely. trend in the last 10 years of parents wanting to just get into every little detail that their kids do. And I think that's insane. I don't understand it. And the whole the whole thing about pushing kids even into areas where they don't want to do things. I mean, we, we do that occasionally just to make sure. Yeah. But we back off. As soon as, as soon as it's apparent that they're not into it, it's like, okay, you weren't into it. You tried it. That's cool. You know, we're not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea that they use the sports because I think that's where you see a lot of that behavior come out. In I think that I think that's really where a lot of parents nowadays interact. Yeah, much but more than than I don't. Ways. I don't think I don't think it was really. I mean, it just didn't sustain. I mean, there were great parts, like I said, um, Carrie Kinney, her her part, the, that those two, that couple, she was mm-hmm. hilarious. Like the part where Ooh. she shows up, the um, the lesbian. Couple, oh yes, where she yeah, shows Gina up Gershon and she goes, she goes and, uh, permission to name? permission to enter my own fucking kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because it's 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 it, and uh, that really hit home uh, for me. And when when I deal with with people at work or whoever it is, yeah, uh, and they and they start essentially. And what he does in the movie, he, he what he does in the movie is is take the uh, what do you call that the archetype the 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 uh, what, what do we all think of a certain person kind of person or race what what is that that's the uh, that's an archetype uh, archetype but we have a colloquialism for it and I can't remember it right now right, right. Um, and it's really fucking simple stereotype and I'm Stere- thank you stereotype oh, okay. there's a stereotype <laughs> and there there is reasons stereotypes are there but. He begins to do the stereotype, but the stereotype is blown up, kind of, by their very relationship. Right. Yes, she's acting like the male, but then the other one does the same thing, and then the other one begins to act like the female, and then the other. And we all do this in our own relationships, it, to some extent. Is all Speak I want yourself. to say. Yes, but you you drink too much of your uh, um, T plus. And I'm not sure what the T stands for still. But 
I will let Sorry, I will let this man continue and stop well, tapping that's, things. I've, that's pretty much... I've already pulled it up right here. I was right just here. making sure I was getting her name right, because for some reason I had what, a little... What moment. was her name again? I can't find her in here. Carrie Kinney. Carrie Kinney. Yeah. yeah. She, absolutely She's, genius. But um, I that, love that. I think she was like the kind of the highlight of it. And there were a lot of little funny moments. I thought the thing with, the, uh, with everybody being fascinated with the uh, guy's beautiful... Uh, the, the woman that was there. Who the, was, nanny? the nanny? Yes. Oh, the nanny. I thought hot. that was awesome. That was really funny. Um, I just didn't... Th- I felt like when he started getting... Oh, um, Natasha Leggero, when she showed up as hey, the... Hey, we saw her live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. That, she you was funny. She stood podcast? out. podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about, like, sex and But it's stuff. not really. We just sit there naked. <laughs> we don't have to have sex unless you want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> But she was she was also a stand. That's that's like I'm like I'm saying. It's it's the problem with an improvised movie is that it's only going to be as funny as the comedians are. Although the the woman who played the in that scene where she's talking about how she doesn't want to um, she didn't want to write her stuff down and they, she was going to go over to the other guy's house and then the the woman sitting on the couch go oh they're going to be practicing their penmanship. <laughs> See that, that woman. That, it was one of my favorite. Is the the large woman there? <laughs> One of the classic lines is like somebody says, "Oh, you remember how you stick your finger down?" Somebody sticks their finger down your. She's like, "You know, I've had many hands in my mouth." <laughs> fucking, I died right there. I was laughing my ass off. That woman was fucking funny. Yeah, that, I don't that, know who she was. I would like to find out, but that woman. Unfortunately, was I don't funny. think I don't think the rest of the comedians really rose to the occasion for it. I think some of the scenes got a little Smooth too tame. Was actually. Um, Pretty funny. I've seen his stand up, and he's he's actually pretty good. He's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. But his ad lib, he has some work to do. Yeah. Um, but some of it oh, was actually I, pretty I golden. Uh, one, one of my favorite, one, one of my things that I really liked from him was every time he was talking about the baseball team, because he had no fucking clue what he was talking about, and he made it. He made it sound exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Genius. Oh, but I love when he's walking around his compound. He's like compound. He's talking yeah. about the burger. Yeah. No, that was that was I'll funny. charge you for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that and the and the other scene that should have if the rest of the movie had been as funny as that and the lesbian couple scene, that then it would have been a great movie. But some of the other comedians like uh I think Richard Kind. Yeah. Was that who that Richard was? Richard Kind. Yeah, he's Richard he's Kine. another one of those guys that you recognize when Bob you see Ordenkirk. Him. And Fred Willard. He was okay. They were Bob Odenkirk wasn't very good. No, and he was, and he was, was pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good in some of the other scenes, like after he broke his leg. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That got that got. But funnier. oh, spoilers, folks! Um, <laughs> if you didn't know, in a, a fucking movie review, we're going to do spoilers. Uh, but Fred Willard was funny every fucking time I saw him. The man's fucking genius. Yeah. The older man married yeah, to the no. the young Asian lady. Yeah. And. He's but, living um, in the doghouse. He's, li- he's living in the like the mother-in-law suite. I'll oh, I let her live in the house. Well, and she's like, uh, no, I'll, this is uh, my house. I'll pass off to you guys now. That's pretty much all I have to say on it. But I, I everything I just said. Unfortunately, I I'm wouldn't. Sorry. I wouldn't give it a beer. I, I unfortunately would not either. And one of the reasons, um, everyone in this movie is extremely talented. I, I'm going to say that outright. Almost everyone in this movie, Steve Steve Ag was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, because yeah. he was the asshole that screamed at every umpire, that screamed at the other parents, that screamed at the other kids, <laughs> and he was just a dick the whole time. I, I and love, he was absolutely hilarious. I don't want to interrupt you, but I love how they no, didn't, they didn't reveal what he was writing in the book. I no, they never did a big thing. And then at the end of the book, at the end, it'll of the blow movie, your fucking like, mind if you read. 
this, you would drop it to the ground and run to an insane asylum. I was thinking, oh, they're going to set that up for the ending, and then it just no, yeah. well, the, and That would have been a great, uh, like, credits. Like, yeah. everything oh, he was yeah. writing in the book. Did you watch the end of the credits? No, I didn't. There's a, um, they have a scene where, you know, the, the hyperactive guy who's going around. The, uh, oh, the doing, baseball guy. He's yeah. trying to measure the distance from the pitcher's mound to the home plate. Uh-huh. And it, it's really funny visual comp. Whoever that guy is, yeah. is great. He's standing there with the tape measure going. Trying to get it to stay out. And it's. I believe that. I think that was Dave Sheridan. His name was Forrest, right? Was. Was that yes. the name? Okay, I yeah. believe his name was Forrest. Yeah, yeah. whoever did so that. So for that the was, listeners that, that don't fun. have the video feed, Rick was making a uh, almost masturbatory kind of motion. Sort of. He was holding the the tape oh, he measure. He could that by the. It would have been better if it was. He was holding the tape measure down here. Yes, he was doing a fapping motion. There you go. So anyway, I'll stop. My, I'm as I said before. I think I said it before. I'm not going to give it my beer. I apologize, Jeff Garland. You're never going to listen to this, but fuck it. Um, I think I think you're a genius. I, I think everyone in this was a really, really... Even the kid, the little Max. Little Max yeah. was... He was really good. The kid had really good delivery. Yeah. And everyone in this movie did was on their A game. But I really honestly think that the movie was... It was broken because there was really no focus. Um... There was no continuity yeah. within the 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 narrative. Uh, I'm going way too deep, <laughs> but no, you're right. Um, just kind of... there, I love the scenes between him and his dad, who was his coach when he was a kid, mm-hmm. yeah. Timothy Oliphant, yeah. who is a fucking incredible actor. I love the guy, um, um, but those scenes almost didn't match up with what was going on, and then all of a sudden, his wife is one of these idiots. Just out of the blue, yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah, it, there was really no continuity between everything. That's that was my biggest flaw in this movie, and the reason I don't give it. And I'm going into this by saying, would I recommend this movie? Would I give it a beer? No, I'm sorry, I wouldn't recommend this movie. Um, if you're a huge fan of Fred Willard, if you want to see Steve Agee outside of his podcast. Um, please do if you want to see you know a lot of these folks that are generally uh, uh, stand-up comedians doing interesting things outside of that yeah. yes see it yeah. but in general as a comedy there was probably about three or four things the hand and the mouth thing was fucking hilarious yeah. there was about several other there was a few other things that were absolutely hilarious Fred Willard every time he came on the screen was awesome but overall sorry not going to do it. I will hand it over to Mike. Well, see, see I, I was sitting here. Don't feel I, guilty, Mike. I know you do this. You're like, I feel guilty for the movie. <laughs> I'm going to give him a beer. No, I, I, I'm sorry. You, you, you clarified it, and uh, you really set it home for me. So at the end of my mini review, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it or not give it a beer. <laughs> okay, you but go right ahead. Based on whether or not I would actually recommend it to anybody, um, you know, everybody in this movie actually was pretty terrific, and there, there were some aspects of the the directing and the writing that were good. It was good and such, and Rick Rick hit upon this earlier, where the movie is not about the kids at all. Uh, you know, he he goes through and he's looking at the aspects of all these crazy parents, and the kids really num- never come into it. You know, they they talk about their neuroses towards their children, 
but it really ends up, it was directed in such a manner that even though you see how outwardly they treat their children, it's really a reflection of the character. So I thought that was kind of like a brilliant writing and brilliant direction, the way they were able to leave the kids completely out of that. Even even though when yeah. you see they're being crazy by wanting to direct their kids the whole time, you know that it's really their problem mm-hmm. with their children. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that... That, and, you know, he, he gives a funny nod to it in the beginning of the movie when he, he's setting up and he's talking to these people. No, it's not going to be about your kids. And then from that point on, there's barely, hardly any mention of children from that point on. And and I think in that manner, it, the, the story was well thought out. But I think, again, going back to both of you, the cohesiveness in the story is really where it lets down. Like, it was almost yeah. a little too freeform. Exactly, yeah. Um, beyond that... Uh, I didn't realize that was Natasha Leggero. I thought this you is. You didn't know that as soon as she came on screen. I was like, "That's Natasha." Uh, <laughs> you know, it was this hot chick, and I was like, "Where do I know her from?" Where? Oh, I seen her in Portland not too long ago. Yes. And uh, man, she was bang on in this movie. She was fucking hilarious. I think one thing that in that scene in in JB Smoove's compound is uh, uh, Dana Brooks as Jackie the Chocolatier. Yes. She outshined everyone in that because it was funny because she was actually the smart one yeah. out of the entire group. Yes. And she it, she shines in that moment. And I thought that was genius. That little moment of genius. And that this movie had a lot of those little moments of genius, but they weren't enough to pull it all together. You, you said exactly what I was going to say. This is a great collection of... Of the uh, well, they're not actors. Let's let's they're be honest. They're talents. Uh, some of them were actors. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, no, Natasha Legaro is not an actor. But uh, Gina Kershaw, Jamie Gertz, who does a great job in this movie as being the obsessive mother that is always like over involved in everything and, her child does. And you can see the um, acting there. Yes, um, uh, Bob Odenkirk. I'm sorry, he is an actor. Um, but a lot of these people are even even Jeff Garland. He's he's been in a lot of goddamn movies. It was nice to see Star. Richard Kind for crying out yeah. loud. He's a classic actor. He's funny as hell. It, yeah, I've never seen him do stand up. And so. it, it could have been that the actors. Timothy It could have been that the actors weren't able to keep up with the the comedians in this. You know, I love every comedian that was in there. A big fan of all these comedians, and they all do a great job. And to see small moments that I think the comedians are able to do, but the actors, even though they act well. The, mm-hmm. None of them are interesting at all, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Jamie Carson, it's just because oh, it's Star from the Lost Boys. And you know how many times do you get to see her? Really? In the movie? No, 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 no. I thought I thought her character was really good. I didn't even realize she was mar- uh, she was married to the Richard Kind character. I think his name is Richard yeah. Kind, isn't it? Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I had no idea that she was married until they went into. Hey, don't tell her about the soldier force SFO. SOF. That was one of the moments. Where was the witch spring? I don't know. <laughs> it was a great, but you could tell it was somewhat scripted. Right. Yeah. You, you could almost tell the scripted from the non-scripted, and when that happens, that takes away from the film. And I, I think, uh, you know, a major point of this yeah. movie was to point out how crazy and neurotic parents are. And, and I think it didn't really do a good job of that. Like, it never convinced me like, that any of these people were crazy because I go, you know, watch soccer. I go to ballet class. Uh, you know, I'm around these people all the time, and I know they're just as fucked up as me. 
but I don't yeah. view them as being crazy but, just because they're fucked up. But in the like end, me. that was the point of the movie. In the end, he was just as fucking fucked up and crazy as the rest yeah. of them, and that, the parents. And, and that's what made it so good, at least the end so good. It was a little weird at the end. Are you end giving it a beer dancing. back? No, hell no. No, no, no. <laughs> Wouldn't even get a whiskey back at this point. But uh, uh, He's uh, giving it a few drips. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Even the ending was a little fucked up. I love the fact he freaked out and started hugging everybody and did. Uh, <laughs> I'm a drunk, so there you go. Um, I love the fact that he freaked out and was just as crazy as everyone else. And that that kind of well, that's hit everything kind of home is that his he talked to his dad, but there was no. He was talking to his dad here yeah. once in a while throughout the whole thing. Yeah, but that conversation with his dad should have led to his craziness, I think, or some something thereof to yeah. his craziness. I love one of the things that he says about his dad says yeah. is like he was like, Did they did did people come to practice when you coached? He was like, No, they just dropped their kids off and got a free hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and that that was our generation. I got yeah. dropped off at practice. That's how I got beat the shit out of with a baseball bat. But that's another story. <laughs> That's um, you know, that's my, even I like at the actual main events that you were practicing for, I had incidents where my parents didn't even show up for those. And yeah, they didn't even, show up for every game. They like, couldn't. It didn't scar me or anything. I just thought, oh, this is one where my parents aren't going to be here. Yeah. So who cares? Really? Yeah. yeah, it was never like a big deal. Nowadays, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, my parents aren't necessarily out there assholes to, well, many other things, but there were never assholes to me. But I, I honestly think that they did the same thing. They showed up for many of my games, but when they didn't show up, I knew that was a good reason why they didn't show up. I felt like you know I've only granted maybe they were just having sex or they were drinking. I don't know. <laughs> I've only missed two, and I felt like horrible. Like the times that I missed them. One time I was in the hospital, literally. Yeah. In the hospital. <laughs> and the other time I was in Chicago for work and I couldn't make it back. But God, I feel like a complete They're... asshole. I, and I, know. I don't mind dropping the kid off. Like I'll drop Oliver off at soccer and leave. But that was only when he hit like eight years old, and then like all the other parents were doing it. Yeah. And we all kind of felt it out. Oh, you're leaving too. But uh, I'm gonna leave as well. <laughs> Normally we would sit there and watch. Uh, but there was a couple ballet instances. It was because I was in the hospital and I was in Chicago, so I had good excuses. But I felt horrible. Yeah, the few times that we've um, had to miss um, like orchestra performances for Alex, it's like you feel like the world's shittiest parent. And then I'm thinking, but wait a minute, we we've made every effort to get to every single thing that she's ever done. Everything, like even the insignificant ones, like even the ones where she said, "I don't even care if you guys come to this," you know. It's it, and we're still making it to those. And then I think back to how my parents were. It was like it was as long as you're not was, holding up your iPad. It was hit. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it was hit and miss whether they would even show up to the to the main events for some. You know, I just why why do I feel guilty about that? Why does that bother me? And it does bother us, you know, when Deanne and I would miss things because we were sick, or because something else was going on and we just couldn't make it. Um, it's very weird. Why? Why? How did that get in, so ingrained into our culture? Well, see, see, the funny thing is, I think back and and 
my parents never showed up hardly to my activities, but I, it, to that my knowledge, be, be. the only thing I ever oh, turned yeah, out for. Baby. <laughs> I was hoping you guys would pull your feet away. We got it. <laughs> That'd be Remember, gay. I'm the one that wins gay chicken. Gay chicken. We got some three-way foot action going on. Here. Yeah, I tried, <laughs> to, I tried to intimidate my co-host Do either by of you need a massage? I'm available afterwards. As long as you use your feet, baby. No, the only thing I ever signed up yeah. for was like uh, Cub Scouts baseball, and it was just got to be such a pain in the ass listening to my parents complain about how they didn't want to come. I never signed up for it again. Wow. Thank you, douchebag <laughs> mom and dad. Instead of supporting me, like I would support my child. And yeah. maybe that's what it is. Maybe my parents are so shitty, now I overindulge my No, children. no, and and that's that's what I wanted to ask you was, was why do you feel that way? Is it really... Um, and you mentioned this in one of our previous podcasts. You fall into peer pressure a little bit, um, and I wonder if that's not some of that uh, peer pressure of uh, and social pressure. Really, it's social pressure because right now parents are so goddamn over involved. My daughter has been in yeah, Idaho for totally. how many months now? Almost a month now, and she plans. My daughter wow. decided. Uh, we called her up. Hey Nikita, you know you feel like coming home? No, no, no. Yeah. No, she's like, let me go get my calendar. <laughs> and she goes and gets her calendar. She's six, by the way. She goes and gets her calendar. She goes, okay, it's July. It's no, it was June at the time. It's June. Can I stay for July and August too? <laughs> and you know what I said? I, you know what? You go right ahead. You, you've made this decision. And guess what? You get to live with this decision. Uh-huh. Granted, if you want to come home, you can come home. But this oh. is the decision you made. Yeah. Just because you say you that's want to come home today, today doesn't mean it's going to happen today. And so, so she, she was, was like, like, oh, that's, that's, that's okay. And I said, ultimately, it's up to mama. Because mm-hmm. it's always up to mama. And mama, yeah, I could see my wife. She was like... <laughs> Uh, but you know what? She knows what's. Uh, my wife is it, yeah, incredibly smarter than I am, and and that's another subject I want to get into later. But uh, not that my wife is smarter than I am. I just men and women in the relationships. But um, uh, my wife is smarter than I am, and so she knew. She knows that my daughter is happier there this summer than she would be at our house because in our house she'd be stuck in the house all fucking day long. There she has 140 acres to just put on her boots and run the fuck out and play with cows. She can do it anytime she wants all day long. That's cool. And so she has freedom there. Yeah. And unlike that she would have here. So my wife knows this. She's smart. Mm -hmm. She knows this. So that is why and that is part of that freedom. I'm giving my daughter a choice, and she's going to make that choice and live with it, mm-hmm. regardless of whether she misses us and really wants to come so, home. She might have to wait a week or two as before a parent, we're able to go get her. You're willing to make, uh, you're willing to let your child have a choice about something. See, that's kind of cool because I think a lot of the parents, uh, the type of parents that they depict in this movie, would never ever dream. Those parents of having are very time. common these yeah. days. And some parents might let their kid run around like naked at a party even. <laughs> so <laughs> whoa, this is your subject, sir. I have to hear this story. This is like, 
I know we didn't get to this on the last podcast, so we are actually approaching an hour and a half here. So I want to make sure Mike gets. Yeah, to I know. This we're at a one twenty-five at the moment. The, well, relative. Well, see, that, that was story. real funny because I, I I just wanted to go in and I go that was really big of Jeff uh, and knowing that how much it must devastate him to have his daughter away. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm away ten hours a day and it fucking I, kills me. I yeah. picture that it's harder on him than it is on his wife. No, I know. No, no. I'm gonna say no because I'm on air. Yes, <laughs> I love you, honey, but trust me, you're not away from her ten hours a day. Yeah, but uh, you know, so we'll just leave that aside. We'll talk about penis boy. Well, first of all, you had like a. You, there were two things you got cut off on in the last on the last podcast that I wanted. He to looks about. at me because I was so drunk, I was cutting everyone off. <laughs> well, also we had explosions going on outside, but um. You had like a, a thing you alluded to about parent about people smoking pot in front of your kids. Oh yeah, yeah you, you know, ha- having marijuana go retail—it's already been legal in Washington for a while. Yeah. But having it gone retail this week, it, it brought to my attention. Uh, we were walking out to the uh, firework. No, we were walking I'm out to the greedy. parade. We walked with you all down to the, the fireworks. I don't know if you remember smelling any weed. Probably not, because I didn't. But we walked down to the parade earlier in the day. Oh, it was there. We, we walked down to the parade earlier in the day, and we walked past a couple smoking a joint in the parking lot. And I could smell it, so I knew my kids could smell it. And it just kind of, you know, brought to, to air that now with legalization, you know, where there's already been a couple instances where I had like the kids in the car and somebody's walking down the street, and I've got the windows rolled down, and it's wafting into the car yeah. in Seattle. But here yep. I am, and. In little old Whatcom County, and somebody's smoking a joint, and I'm walking my kids through this cloud. Of but it's not. This was in public. Yeah, absolutely. it's not legal in public. Still, no, though. no, it's, it's not. not. It, it's, it's entirely. You not, wouldn't know it by walking <laughs> down Railroad Avenue. It's entirely not legal in public. Yeah. Yet, uh, booze is not legal, and you don't see people walking down the street generally. Oh, that pisses me off. Their oh, unless your name unless, is Jeff. Unless, <laughs> unless your name is Jeff, or you're out on the if, if you're out at a park on the Fourth Just of July, I get away with or it. any day in the summer, you're going to catch people sneaking a beer here and there. I would, ex- and it's not that big of a deal if yeah. somebody has a beer at the park. Nobody complains. I don't think it's a big deal to have beer at the park. I don't think it's a big deal to walk out of a bar into another bar with a fucking beer, yeah. especially if you set that beer empty. At the at the at the next bar, and and I I just don't understand those fucking laws. Jeff, yeah. sorry, I'm. Do you take shopping right. carts with you when you leave the grocery store? <laughs> he might. Yes, I've done that. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I've lived, sure places, I've lived in places where you have to walk six blocks yeah. from the grocery store with three bags of fucking groceries, and this is back when uh, you felt guilty. Well, back. I, it's just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, especially in a place like downtown Bellingham. Yeah. I um, taste. Um, all of Europe. I taste. Um, I, I taste. All, what? I taste bananas and caramel. That's my cock, baby. In what? In the beer. In the oh, beer. oh, oh, oh! I thought okay, it was okay. my dick in your mouth. So, and then the other. Okay, so you're you're seeing this. I was going to say I, it's you know, interesting. Let's go back to the. the it's interesting though that we talked about. We started this episode off with the public nudity, and it's almost kind of yes. parallel to that in that we kind of expect that people <laughs> aren't going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> the bees, not the bees. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you don't expect you don't expect that to show up. 
I, you know what? I should explain that. I went online and looked at some of Nicolas Cage's worst moments on YouTube, and that was one of some movie apparently where they put something over his head and they're pouring bees. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the like, remake of Wicker Man. Man. And it's not the bees. bees. Not that the movie. Bees. It's so funny. You need to watch that movie. It's supposed to be a horror movie. Yeah. But it, it turns out to be the funniest goddamn movie. Watch the original. It's really fucking good. Especially yeah. if you 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 uh, you, uh, you you have a daughter. But uh, it's the original is fucking awesome. Yeah. But the remake is so goddamn hilarious, yeah. and he just adds to the hilarity yeah. with his style of acting. So okay. So anyway, Nicolas Cage detour. So I'm gonna fart. You have. You have <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. You. Oh my god. That's not the stoic okay. speaking. No, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Oh. Um, so I was going to say there's a parallel there too. You do, you're not expecting people to do that in public, right? So if I'm walking my kids through a cloud of marijuana, and, and I don't necessarily have an opinion on this yet because it might be the same as me. I used to smoke cigarettes. It might be the same as me having a cigarette and some parent walking their kids through a cloud of my smoke while I, I exactly stand in the corner. Oh, <laughs> I just kind of mm. wondered how. Sane, rational people felt about this because I knew that you know I sane, I, rational I, people. I, I I know that you know I, I think dealing with idiots kind of proved that most of us are not strange. I, sane or rational. I've been known to smoke marijuana None occasionally. I used to smoke cigarettes, so I I know that my opinion here is a little bit skewed. But what should the normal parent expect if they're walking through a cloud of smoke with their kids outside? Uh, you know, it's not going to harm them really. Yeah. But they're certainly going to be exposed to it. Maybe it's like, hey, buck up, man. This is the new society. There's going to be joints occasionally that people are smoking. But I think that's part of the re- why you don't want people doing it in public, because it does actually take away a parent's ability to ease them into... Censor. You know, somebody they're, else... They're not allowed to censor or educate, and yeah. it's just pushed upon them. <laughs> Whereas a beer, if Jeff walks around with a beer, it's really not going to bother anybody. Right. But the smoke, the cloud of smoke, it's hard to avoid. It's yeah. impossible. No, to avoid. it's a cloud of smoke, which means they smell it. I'm sorry, a cloud of smoke of cigarettes is not going to give a child fucking cancer. <laughs> a fucking cloud of marijuana smoke is not going to get a child high. A, a beer open is going to be smelled. It doesn't mean they get drunk. Apparently. <gasps> Fuck those parents who want to control their children and society. From without. Apparently, you've never been to a Tragically Hip concert, because I guarantee you, sir, you'll be contacted. <laughs> I've been to a Tragically Hip concert with you, and yes, there was much weed and at that concert. Were so, and there was, there was, there was so, uh, $5 fucking Coronas that I had to buy for us. We had the pot thing. Now tell us about what what is Penis Boy. Penis We're all Boy. Still uh, in, recently, don't you remember Penis Boy? I, oh, heard, you were there. Bit, I heard a little bit about it. But no, I think we talked about this it last week really, the fire pit. This was really more offensive to SWATs over here than it was to me. Yeah. But Penis Boy uh, was a perfect illustration of this new technique of parenting that I understand zero of, mm-hmm. yet was able to look back and see that it was an actual technique. Uh, we were at somebody's house. It was a bit of a get-together, a bit of a party. Yeah. And this little kid's walking around. It was a family, relatively family-friendly affair. This this little kid, who's got to be three or four, is walking around, cussing up a storm. Actually, he was five. Uh, Five. At three or four, cussing up a storm. Yes. Well, the the last party, the party He was five. Yes, he was five. five. Okay. He walks up and says, get out of my chair, fucker. Okay, that I'm sorry. That to me that would be hilarious, and I'd be like, "Funny, fuck you, you little cocksucker." 
Nah, but that's just what I would say to the kid. Because I'm a dick. Didn't laugh, but he said it in front of his mother, who didn't seem to have a problem with it beyond he didn't say please. Oh. Oh, no. So Come on. So he corrected on. himself and, and fronted it with please and then finished the rest of the sentence. I'm going to use a word right now. Yeah. For his mother. <laughs> ah, fuck it. She's a cunt. Yeah, but, but you know, at some level, I have... That woman was an antisocial shithead, only said things to get a rise out of other people, fucking cunt. Yeah. I understand getting a rise out of people if it's funny. Yeah. And if you're making a joke, she sure. was just being a dick. <laughs> you know what? She I, was. <gasps> you know what, Jeff? I don't have anything more to add to this conversation. I, I apologize well, for yeah, interrupting yeah, you. You have to explain I'm a dick. Okay. I, I'm a dick too, and because yeah, I interrupted yeah. you. No. She just she made me no. physically fucking angry. Yeah. I didn't want to so say those things. I'm gonna, no, go ahead. I'm going to say them because that's how I am. But you go ahead and finish your illogical conversation, and I, my emotional conversation will come later. From my perspective, <laughs> everything you said was very true. At, at some point, this young kid who is five came up and put his penis in Jeff's face. So this is the part where he's, he has no, nothing can I, can on? Can I please tell that story? No, can, you, you, can it's I, your can story. I, I'm telling... I, don't I, tell I, my story. I begun here saying this is really more of Jeff aspect. Okay, uh, then I, I will tell, I will tell the story. You, I thought, uh, because you you kind of set up the mother and the child with your story of the get but, the fuck so, out of the seat because I didn't see that. I, so didn't, the kid, I didn't experience that. The kid but, had taken his clothes off? No. No, 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 no. Let me get there. Okay, yes, okay. Let me get there. Tell we'll the story. Okay. I was interacting with the kid. He yeah. was just a, for me, he was a little normal four or five year old. Mm-hmm. May have been six. I, didn't, I don't think so. I think it was four or five. Uh, to me, he was just a normal kid and I was interacting like any normal kid. You would say stuff and blah, 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 blah and interact and joke Yeah. and this, that, and the other, you know. Um, and then we're out on the porch, and uh, this kid, and we're having a conversation. We're you, yes, we're drinking. Yeah. A bad human being. Um, as far as the American society is concerned, if I drink in front of my child, it is a terrible, terrible parent that yeah. does that. But anyway, yes. Uh, but I'm like I said, I'm a drunk. Um, you need to wash that out before you start pouring that for, in. For those of you who don't realize, Mike is offering more booze. Yes, to he's us he's doing the. the I'm he's turning trying to get down. rid of the rest of the beer. I'm turning it down, and Jeff is accepting. So. Of course I am. Of course I am. <laughs> but I am sitting in one chair. Everyone is, is else is there. This child comes up to me, and I, I joke with him a bit, and go back to my adult conversation. Yeah. Then the child pulls out his tiny penis. And uh, it starts. He says something like, "Look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" What the and, hell? And I said, um, "No, I won't look at this. Why don't you go shoot your mother this?" <laughs> I'm sorry. And of course, you should see the bright That's eyes so in his face. That's and he awesome. goes, awesome. And he runs in and shows his mother his own penis. Well, why don't you go I'm show sorry, your mother I'm this? I'm going to butt in right here. What kind of kid? What kind of environment is he in? Where swearing. Yeah. And whipping your dick out. You know what? I and, and none of those things that's for me. That's what comes to my mind. I'm thinking, what is he learning? Where is he what's learning going this? On at home? Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna defend the cunt at this point. <laughs> only because that's not necessarily aberrant behavior. Yeah. Um she has not 
much like myself, my daughter says the word fuck. My daughter says the, a lot of different words that would be unacceptable in many places. She stated this in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and she came home with pants on, which I thought was a little odd. Um, only because she was wearing a dress. She was wearing panties and a dress and everything. But my daughter tends to play with her dress like any little girl does. Mm -hmm. They do the pull it over your face and, so and play with your dress a little bit and try to tie it. To clarify for you, she started the day in a dress and came home in jeans. Uh, came home in sweats, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which my wife found extremely offensive. And I, I kind of do too because I'm sorry, that's how little girls are when they wear dresses. Granted, most of the kids in her school don't wear dresses. She's just but, learning how to wear a dress. It takes practice. And uh, I'm, I'm going to defend the kid and his mom at this point to say that showing his penis is not necessarily an uh, aberrant behavior. But I wanted him to go show his mother what he was doing. And when she came out, <laughs> kudos to her. Yes, she was a, a, an asshole. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She was an asshole. Yeah. But kudos to her. She was like, did you tell him to go show me his penis? And I was like, um, well, he was showing me his penis. And I told him to go show his mother because I didn't want to see it anymore. And, that, and at that point, she turned on him. So I'm sorry. I'm just saying no. that actually... Parents as much as she was an asshole, her parenting skills at that point, I don't think, were that bad. No, no, it, and you really illustrate, as much as I want to go off and be angry about it, what I recognized here was there was a skill and technique, and I've seen that in that moment where, that's why I'm so Scooby, this is why it's got me confused, because... Ooh, <laughs> That's the first time I've ever if, heard that bird. <laughs> if she was a horrible parent at that point, she would have went fuck you. And even if when you explained, she would have kept screaming at me. No, but she didn't. She turned she it. Didn't she turned it on the kid? Which at that point, I recognized mm -hmm. that this was a certain technique. And not only was it a technique, it was a technique that must be difficult to master because you've got to put up with the scrutiny of the, all these other parents around. Yeah, and I'm like. Maybe she's not a bad, bad parent. Maybe she's the best parent because she's going to be taking a lot of heat for trying this technique. And maybe, maybe it pays off. Maybe this kid becomes brilliant because he's never had anybody be really rude to him and let him kind of express himself how he's felt and then kind of reared him in. So, oh, trust me. I told him I didn't want to see his dick. <laughs> so that's, that's why I'm so confused. Like... Like, the, the very upbringing that I had, this goes 180 degrees against it. But at the same time, to see that this person is so active in shaping, like when I said earlier, the, the, the next get-together, when he used a curse word, she was like, no, you need to be polite. And he was polite. Oh, this was the next one, because yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't experience and that. So. No, after that, the kid said, please. And he said it in a different tone and intonation. And I thought... Maybe I've judged too harshly. He Maybe. might have mental difficulties. <laughs> you don't like, know this He was shit. like, please look at my penis. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe, there's a third option here. It, it's A, either I'm judging too hard, harshly. Sir. I don't think so. Sir. He's actually Would you like more, sir? <laughs> option number three is where Jeff opened in the beginning and saying that she was just antisocial and yeah. trying to bug the fuck out of everybody, which could also be the other thing. No, but that was a her problem. 
not her raising her child and not her child's problem. No, you're exactly but, right. It's not a problem with the child. It's a problem with the person. Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. No, she was a fucking asshole. She was a woman that couldn't make a decision about one fucking movie mm. that we we all love at this table. It's Pan's Labyrinth. And if you don't love that movie, stop listening to this podcast right now. We fucking hate you. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, I didn't like it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, you did. I've heard I you rave it. about that. I movie. was just, I just, and you even watched it out. dubbed. So, uh, <laughs> 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 I knew that would get Mike. That would get But nonetheless, no, I don't think uh, that was an extremely redeeming value t- for me when dealing with that child. So good good parent, bad parent, and is she worse uh, or better than cigarette-smoking mom? To be parent? honest with you, I, I would rather have a parent like her than a parent like... Uh, well, cigarette some smoker. folks. I mean, pleases. We, we, pleases. All of a sudden, I'm from the South. Um, <laughs> pleases. Um, but no, I, I, we have people from the South that feed their kids... Uh, Freaking Mountain Dew at two years old. I saw a boy t- or the That's other day. Use. I saw a boy That's... yesterday, not today, t- today or yesterday. I saw a little two-year-old boy that looked like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That to me, unless that kid has a glandular problem, probably doesn't. <laughs> but unless he does. Sorry, but then no. maybe maybe they're just big fans of Ghostbusters. No, because they were all fucking fat, <laughs> and I see it in other people I know and love. Yeah. When they feed their children, when they've trained their children to to eat that way, to be the gluttonous fucks that we've become in this society, <laughs> I'm I, I have a hard time with it. I really, 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 really fucking do. Yeah. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm a gluttonous fuck. I'm fat. Okay, on my chart it says obese, mostly because I'm over six foot tall, and anyone over six foot tall in this society is obese. But regardless of what they weigh, mm. two things, two things. I am very glad that you helped me because I was confused and I thought, is this a really a bad parent? But at the same time, I could see that she was taking the effort, and she was. I've changed my opinion 180 degrees. I now, I now think it's cool because I realized it was really just the social stigmatism of me being grown up in a in a more traditional household. I think that's that's what that was. It was just this is a different parenting skill, and I just don't know how to appreciate it as I should. So I think I'm going to appreciate it better. But right part two is, man, don't you feel like a hypocrite being a, you know, you're sitting here saying, but you're a glutton. And I think this is what a lot of parents run into in raising their children is being a glutton. How can I be a glutton and then tell my children not to be a glutton? And, and having grown up to be very fat, I don't mind being a hypocrite here. I'll make my kids eat very well. Nonetheless, I'm a glass. Well, I think I think the difference is in the biology. A lot of people today uh, think it's glandular when it's not, and they've never been to a fucking doctor. Yeah. They don't believe. And trust me, I have my own family who I know now weigh over three hundred fucking pounds. <laughs> but when they were twenty years old, they were as svelte. As I was when I was 20 years old. Huh. They're not counting the calories like you and I. I have started counting Maybe. calories. I've, 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 and and it goes back to uh, um, well, I don't agree with a lot of uh, AA philosophies. 
one of the things I do agree with is people really have to hit rock god bottom, rock bottom. Is that seven hundred pounds or four hundred? Three hundred. It depends on the person. Three twenty-five. To be, to be honest, it depends on the person because there has been people that were four hundred pounds that lost the weight, and there's people that were four hundred pounds and made it to eight. So we, it really depends on the person. If you're truly self-destructive, you will continue on your own path. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna, we should probably wrap this up at yeah. this time. I'm going to wrap up this this piece of the conversation, Jeff, and we'll we'll leave this for next time. What's going to stop you first, being an alcoholic or the weight that makes you the alcoholic? Um, nah, we're saving for the next podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's oh, go. Let's wrap up. Let's he's do a roundtable on, on today's uh, episode. And uh, we're going to start with Mike um, because he's been talking. Anyway. I love both of the beers a lot. In fact, I'm drinking. I'm go- I went back to the first beer and I'm sitting oh, here trying to decide beer. which one I like better. And they're Just both- fucking drink. You're not going to run tomorrow. Just fucking <laughs> run anyway. That's all I'm saying. If you're hungover, run anyway. He's they saying- are both amazing beers. They're vo- both very delicious. The movie, I'm sorry, didn't get my beer. Yeah. So that's, that's a- one movie that didn't get any beers. Uh, you know, if you want to watch it, it's not going to kill you. It's, it, it's great. If you're a fan of anybody, Natasha Leggero in this movie's hot. I so feel like I wish she had taken advantage of all the tweets I sent to her when we she seen her She certainly has a Brazilian done. You can tell that. <laughs> I hit that. I'm sorry. The Deanna girl was, uh, was uh, absolutely... Deanna Brooks... The Jackie the Chocolatier, much hotter. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, Natasha, but... Gay, yeah, I, gay chicken haven't heard your perspective on the gay chicken makes me go give back. Give us your perspective. It, well, listening to you... And only straight people, because I know I love, I love gay men. Sadly enough, probably more than I probably should. The thing that makes uh, me the saddest... I don't know if it's sad or not. But. The thing that makes me the saddest out of the gay chicken aspect here is the fact that nobody sent us any whole picks. So if you want to, send it's the whole beer plus. The I'll, plus send, the plus, I'll send you guys one. The plus is spelled out, beer yes, plus three at gmail.com. Probably from the doctor. Send me your whole picks, and I'm done. That's it. All right, let's move on to you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it uh, up. I just, I just want to get done with this so I can go back to playing footsies with my uh, co-host. Oh. So, oh, there we go. I'm going to hold both footsies. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Sexy. So, anyway. Good night. There was a moment so in my good. life recently where a hand replaced a vagina. You don't, you don't really... satisfying. You know how many hands have been in your mangina? <laughs> anyway, Jeff. Oh, do I get to wrap it up now? I'm going to go ahead and, and essentially promote our podcast at this point. Yes. yes, we didn't like the movie. I apologize, Jeff Garland. Um, not that you give a shit about our fucking opinion. <laughs> uh, but uh, still, we think you're a genius. Um... Our beers were great today as far as I'm concerned. And please, 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 please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Email us. Please email us at beer plus three. Spell it out. B-E-E-R. That was only two E's, actually. Um, (laughs) Plus P-L-U-S three. Spell it out. Three at gmail.com. Uh, we love you all and have a wonderful night. I'll correct you. You don't spell out. Yeah, you great. don't spell it out. I was going to say. No, the same you thing. you did. You spelled it out right there. Oh, you're right. You don't spell out the three. Don't spell so out the three. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm going to rewind. Beer 
plus three. That's the number three, folks. <laughs> at gmail.com. Because Please the, give us a ring. The plus sign fucks up most search engines. It's so uh, you spell out plus and they use the numeral three. Uh, yeah. Yes, of course you do. And we love you and good night. And God bless. So, I played gay chicken once. Didn't work out so well. I just ended up with a bunch of feathers stuck in my ass. Maybe I was playing it wrong. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us as beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night.